The following podcast is sponsored by the new Hood College Gear Shop. The gear shop replaces the old Hood College bookstore. Most of us remember the bookstore as just the place where we bought or rented books. Well, that's not the case anymore. The Hood College Gear Shop is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cups. They even have Hood branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The gear shop has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The gear shop has your back. Need a last minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is the Hood College gear shop has you covered for all your gift, school, snack, and blazer branded clothing needs. So the next time you are in wit, stop and browse around. Mention my name, Bryce Keller, and the name of this podcast, Tonight's Parlay, and receive 10% off your purchase of any Hood branded merch. But listen to the show first. Are you ready to bet your mortgage on guys putting a ball in a hoop or guys putting the ball in the end zone? Welcome to Tonight's Parlay. I'm your host, Bryce Keller. Actually, though, do not do that first part. Like, seriously, don't bet your mortgage unless it's the Cowboys losing in the playoffs. Anyways... This is tonight's parlay where I go over my nightly picks of parlays and try to turn a small amount of money into a trip to Cancun. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to tonight's parlay. This is the first episode. Today is February 28th. And there's a lot of games to get to tonight in the NBA. So, let's just get right into it. Uh, But since it's the first episode, let's kind of go over what exactly sports betting is. So, sports betting is basically betting your own money on the outcome of sports games in order to win more money. Um, So, before we get into the more specifics of that, let's kind of go over... The history of sports betting. Uh, so sports betting has actually been around since ancient Rome times. The ancient Rome times when the wealthy class would bet on chariot races, animal fights, and gladiator battles. But let's look at the United States specifically. And so a lot of this information is coming from the Washington Post. So why was sports betting illegal in the United States for so long? So leagues believe that Sports betting was bad for the games, and they wanted to build integrity on their sport and their league. And this is why uh, PASPA, P-A-S-P-A, the Professional Amateur Sports Protection Act, was passed at the federal level in 1992 in order to restrict sports betting in all but a few states. But we can, so that kind of happened a little bit later on. But uh, the first type of sports betting in the United States came around the 19th century when people would bet on horse racing. Um, Then around 1921 is when sports betting really began to surface in the United States when the baseball commissioner at the time, Kinsall Mountain Landis, permanently banned eight Chicago White Sox players for throwing the 1919 World Series in collusion with sports gamblers. Uh, Then 10 years later, in 1931, Nevada officially legalized sports betting uh, 20 years later, in 1951, 32 college basketball players from seven different, seven different schools had admitted to taking bribes 
to fix 86 games in 17 states between 1947 and 1950. Seven of those players had come from the City of City College of New York, which was the only team to win the NCAA and NIT titles in the same season since 1950. Uh, in the same year, the federal government had implemented a 10% tax on money that was brought in from sports gambling in order to decrease the spread of it. Um, ten, years later, ten years later, John F. Kennedy had signed the Federal Wire Act, which prohibits the use of wire communications for interstate sports gambling. This means that someone in Pennsylvania, um, they're allowed to sports bet using companies approved by that state, but cannot place bets with companies that are regulated in a different state. And this is actually still in effect today. Uh, in 1974, the United States started to see a shift in sports game in the sports gambling world as they lowered the 10% tax on sports betting to 2% in hopes that casino operators would start looking for new places to offer sports betting. Uh, a year later, companies then jumped on this opportunity as the first sports book inside a Las Vegas casino opened at the Union Plaza. Um, sports betting accelerated even more in 1983 when the federal government reduced the tax on Nevada's legal sports bets even more to 0.25%. Along with the advancement of satellite television, sports betting would grow even further with games being broadcasted all over the country and the world. Uh, and then 1989, one of the most profound bans in sports history had taken place as the MLB had banned Pete Rose after investigation had proved that he had bet on games when he had become the manager for the Cincinnati Reds between 1985 and 1987. So despite him being the all-time hit leader in MLB history, he's still banned from the Hall of Fame because of this ban from sports betting. So then sports betting hits a standstill in 1992 when PASPA was passed, as I mentioned before. Uh, then to, in 2006, the Unlawful Internet Gambling Enforcement Act was passed which had forbidden companies from accepting payment wagers for bets that were involved with the use of the internet. And this was passed mainly due to the growing popularity of online poker and casino games. The following year, in 2007, NBA referee Tim Donaghy had pleaded guilty to two gambling-related felonies as investigations had proved he was betting on NBA games and even the ones he was, he was officiating. He also gave sports gamblers information on referee assignments, relationships between, the, between certain refs and players, and player health. Uh, in 2009, sports betting begins to fight back as the state of New Jersey files its first federal lawsuit against PASPA, stating that it violates the Tenth Amendment's protection against federal anti-commandering er, laws. And then in 2019, or 2018, the Supreme Court finally takes down PASPA, ruling that it is not quote-unquote consistent with the Constitution. They also rule that the states are free to create their own sports gambling laws with no federal intervention. In that same year, DraftKings had become the first online sports book outside of Nevada. And in 2021, the NFL begins accepting marketing agreements with sports gambling providers. Then that same year, uh, legal sports betting had brought in $4.33 billion in revenue to operators, which was a 179.7% increase from the previous year. Um, so although sports betting is now beginning to become even more popular throughout the past couple of years, players and people associated with professional and college teams are still not allowed to sports bet. Uh, an example is Calvin Ridley, wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons at the time 
was suspended in 2022 for betting on NFL games, including betting on his own team to win. So even despite a player betting on his own team, so he can't really just throw the game like he obviously is betting on himself, it's still not allowed and he can obviously get banned as Calvin Ridley did. So despite that, though, to prove that sports betting is more popular than ever, a Washington Post University of Maryland poll had found that 66% of Americans have approved of legal sports gambling, which was up from 55% in 2017 and up from 41% in 1993. So that was a little bit of a rundown of sports betting over the past yeah, 100 years or so. Um, so now that that's out of the way, Let's look at kind of what the different aspects of betting are. So when looking at betting, you can bet on multiple different things like player props, team props, spreads, parlays, like anything. Um, like I just saw something today saying you can bet on the NFL combine saying you like whether a player is going to run a 40-yard dash faster or lower than a certain time. So you can basically bet on anything. But... For player, So player props is anything that pertains to a player's statistics or outcomes in a game. Um, so like an example would be LeBron James over 8.5 rebounds, Patrick Mahomes over 225.5 passing yards, Max Scherzer over 8 strikeouts. Uh, you, and you can take the over or under on, these, on those props. So like if LeBron James is lined for 8.5 rebounds, well, is 8.5 rebounds, you can say it's either going to be over that which means you would have to get nine rebounds or more, or you could say it would be under that, which means he has to get eight rebounds or less. Then FanDuel, which is a sports book, uh, online sports book, also offers alternates if you do not like the actual line, but then the odds would change. So let's keep using LeBron. So if he has, his line is eight and a half rebounds. If you don't, if you think eight rebounds, eight and a half rebounds is a bit much, and you don't feel comfortable with that, you can drop it down to, say, six rebounds, saying he's going to get uh, more than six rebounds, but you're just not comfortable with him getting nine rebounds. But if you take the six rebounds, obviously the odds are going to change, and they're going to be more in your favor since his original line was at eight and a half and not six. So, And you can kind of do that with anything uh, when it comes to player stats. So then you also have team props, which is anything that pertains to a team's statistics or outcomes. So you can take like the Baltimore Ravens money line, which is all they have to do is win the game. Uh, Chicago Bulls versus Boston Celtics over 216 and a half total points combined, which means both teams have to combine for uh, 216 and a half points, which means they would have if you're going to take the over, which means they would have to be. 217 points or more but if you take the under it would be 215 or less or you can take the New York Yankees over six and a half hits for a game meaning they have to get seven hits or more if you take the over or six hits or less if you take the under so spreads is usually refers uh, to this point spread of a game so for example if a team is, if a team is a plus seven in the point spread that means in order to cover that spread, they must win the game or they must win the game in general or lose by seven or fewer points since they are the underdogs and they're not expected to win. Uh, if the team is minus seven in the point spread, that means they have to win the game by they have to win the game by more than seven points since they are the favorite. And you can also uh, bet on the underdog to cover or not cover the spread, which means 
if the team is plus seven, like I said, you can say they're not going to cover, which means they have they would have to lose by more than seven points. Um, and you can do the same thing with the favorite. Um, say if they're if their spread is minus seven, it means you're saying they're not going to win by more than seven. Um, so generally, plus means the team is the underdog, and minus means the team is the favorite. When looking at that. Uh, probably the most popular thing that people bet on is what you see on social media, like people turning $5 into $5 million is parlays. Uh, so that's wagers that are consisted of two or more bets on the same betting ticket where all outcomes have to happen in order to cash out that bet. Um, so it's increased odds since you're betting on multiple things to happen. So it's more riskier, but the payout is much larger and, you can place a parlay on one single game or multiple games. So an example would be if you put this parlay together, it would be Patrick Mahomes over 234.5 passing yards, Dalvin Cook under 46.5 rushing yards, Justin Jefferson over 72.5 receiving yards, Eagles money line, Lions covering plus 6.5 points spread against the Packers. So in order for that parlay to parlay to cash out, all of those things have have to happen. If one thing doesn't happen, then that parlay is um, doesn't go through. So then there's odds, which is the measure of how much you can win versus how much you bet per $100. So they're included in all forms of sports betting, whether it is player props, team props, money lines, spreads, etc. So plus 200, plus 200 odds means... That if you place a $100 bet, you would have a total payout of $300 because you would get your $100 back that you wagered plus another $200, hence the plus 200 odds. Uh, minus 200 odds means that if you place a $100 bet, you would have a total payout of $150 because you would get your $100 back that you wagered but only $50 in profit since the odds are more favorable. So generally, plus means that is more potential money to be won, but the odds are more riskier. And minus means there's less potential money to be won, but the odds are more favorable. All right, so now that we have that kind of gone over um, the specifics of sports betting, so now we can hop into our first wager, which is uh, going to be on the games tonight. So there is a lot to choose from. Uh, we got... The L.A. Lakers at the Memphis Grizzlies, the Chicago Bulls at the Toronto Raptors, the Milwaukee Bucks at the Brooklyn Nets, the Washington Wizards at the Atlanta Hawks, the Sacramento Kings at the Oklahoma City Thunder, Denver Nuggets at Houston Rockets, Indiana Indiana Pacers at Dallas Mavericks, San Antonio Spurs at Utah Jazz, Minnesota Timberwolves at L.A. Clippers, and Portland Trail Blazers at Golden State Warriors. So... Our goal here is to not kind of go crazy and just trying to turn $5 into $5 million in one parlay because the odds of that happening are obviously very, very slim. So our goal is overtime. So this first bet is going to be a $10 wager. And overtime, we're going to want to turn this $10 wager into another $10 win. So 10 to win 10. And then, so now we have 20. Then we want to turn 20 to win 20 to get 40. 40 to get 40 to win 80, 80 to get 80 to win 160, and so on and so forth, to the point where we get to about um, $600,000 range, and then we kind of backtrack 
kind of split that in half and kind of reset the process. So that way we're betting very low amounts of money, but over time it's going to gradually build up and have a snowball effect. And we're also betting on things that are very favorable. So it gives us a better chance of completing this. So I kind of already put together one for tonight. Um, So for the first game, that I looked at, I looked at the Golden State Warriors versus the Portland Trailblazers. So one of the things I use is, let me go to it, is statmuse.com, which is very, they provide very, like very, very specific stats of players. Uh, Like you can look up like um, how a player performs against a certain team, uh, how a player performs against a certain player when they play each other. Uh, You can look at like their last certain amount of games and see how they've been playing recently so i definitely like using them for trying to like get a gauge of how a player's performing against certain teams and against uh how they've been playing like the past couple games so for this first game i have clay thompson having 20 plus points and jordan Poole to score 15 plus points um so the last 20 games clay thompson has averaged 26 uh, 0.4 points a game. Um, in his last 20 games, he has one, two. He's covered it about 15, 14 out of 20. Um, but the last time he played Portland, which is who he's playing tonight, he had 31 points. And Portland's not very great defensively, so I really like Clay Thompson to have 20 plus points. Uh, Steph Curry is still out, so he's going to be getting a lot of looks, a lot of shot attempts. So I like him getting 20, uh, 20 points, and his current line for getting 20 points is minus 700. So somewhat favorable, but still a little risky, but obviously uh, definitely favorable in our, on our end. Uh, so then Jordan Poole, I have getting 15-plus points. His odds are minus 2,400, which so very favorable. Um, if you look at his last 20 games, because uh, obviously we said before Steph Curry is out. So he's also going to be running the point guard now, which is Steph Curry's position. Uh, so he's going to be handling the ball a lot. Um, over his last 20 games, he's averaged 20.5 points. So he's definitely covered the 15-point spread uh, about 17 of his last 20. So I like Jordan Poole to score 15-plus. Um, the next game we have the Los Angeles Lakers at the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, I like what I choose chose for this game was Jaron Jackson to have four plus rebounds, um, and Desmond Bain to record two plus assists. If you look at Jaron's last 20 games, he is averaging seven rebounds. So he is averaging three more, three more rebounds than the line we have him at. And he's hit four rebounds in about 18 of his last 20. So, again, very favorable. And the odds are pretty pretty generous. Uh, it's around minus 850. So, definitely like that. Uh, then we also have Desmond Bain to record two-plus assists for the Grizzlies. He's averaging four-and-a-half assists. So, two-and-a-half more than what we have him at. Um, and again, this is why I like using Fandle because of these alternates. So I don't have to 
kind of bet on their actual line, which Vegas is very, very good at, which is why they have a lot of money. So I like to take the alternates that I feel more comfortable with. Um, so for Desmond Bain, he's hit two plus assists in his last 20 games, 19 of the 20. So once again, very favorable, and the odds are pretty favorable too at minus uh, 1,050. Uh, so then our next game we're looking at, we have the Chicago Bulls at the Toronto Raptors. Um, so one of the guys that I've really liked betting on recently uh, is Scotty Barnes because for some reason his odds are always pretty favorable when looking at his points and rebounds. So I like I always like taking Scotty Barnes to score 10 plus points. His odds right now for scoring 10 is minus 900, which is pretty good. Uh, his last 10 games, he's or last 20 games, he's averaged 16.9, so basically 17 points. And he's hit it 19 of his last 20 games. So once again, I like that. Um, then we're also taking Scotty Barnes again, but instead we're going to take his rebounds. We're going to take his four plus rebounds, which is minus 750. Um, and he's hit four plus rebounds, 18 of his last 20. So once again, I like his odds a lot. The odds are pretty favorable, which will help us, um, get a better gauge on kind of getting to where we want to be as far as getting to plus 100 odds, which would help us, uh, kind of profit off of this parlay. Uh, then the last game we have is... The Indiana Pacers at the Dallas Mavericks. We're going to take Kyrie Irving, who just got traded to Dallas recently. Um, we're taking him to score 15-plus points against the Pacers. And if you look at his last 20 games, he is averaging 28 points. So I kind of I, I really like that. That's probably why the odds are minus 3,000. So, But it gets us to that plus 100 mark, which helps us get a profit. So... It's kind of a little a little push that helps us helps our parlay, but um, so I do see that happening. If you look overall, we have a seven leg parlay um, with Clay Thompson to score twenty points, Jordan Poole to score fifteen points, Jaron Jackson to record four rebounds, four plus rebounds, Desmond Bain to record two plus assists. Scotty Barnes to score 10 plus points, Scotty Barnes to record four plus rebounds, and Kyrie Irving to score 15 plus points with an odds of plus 101. So obviously if we bet $10, we're betting $10 to win $10.11. So once again, we're not looking to hit big on the like on these parlays. It's a snowball effect. We want to gradually build off of our last parlay. So we're going to bet 10 tonight. Hopefully, win, get the ten dollars and eleven cents, take that twenty dollar prop or take that twenty dollar payout, bet twenty again, win forty, bet forty, win eighty, bet eighty, so on and so forth. So that's what we have for tonight. Thank you for tuning in, and this was tonight's parlay. Well, you made it to the end of the show, which means you're ready to place your entire bank account on tonight's games. Yeah, don't do that either. This is tonight's parlay hosted by Bryce Keller. And remember, please bet responsibly.